Welcome back to the Boston Crab Podcast. I am your host, Zach. And, you know, we took a couple weeks off. Um, work got busy. Life got busy. You know how it is. Um, trying to stay safe during COVID-19. I have been vaccinated. I am still masking up. I'm sanitizing my hands. I'm doing whatever I can to stay healthy in these crazy times. So um, I decided, you know, the hour format might be a little bit too much to digest. So we're going to hit the high spots in about 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, that That's the goal from now on. So I actually wrote this, some of these notes out a while back. So I'm going to be shooting for the hip on most of this stuff. So first things first, you know, my team's the Boston Celtics. We are 500 through... 40 games, over half, and we just can't seem to get it together. Whether the lineups aren't there or players aren't staying healthy, we're just in limbo. We're at the 7th seed currently. We just gave up 117 points to a Cavalier team that was playing without Kevin Love and without Andre Drummond. There's no excuse for... Falling that hard on your ass. I don't care if it's a back-to-back. I don't care if Tristan Thompson out. I don't care if Kemba Walker is out. I I don't. And then, you know, you got the trade line, trade deadline coming up. You have movable contracts. You have the trade exception. But I'm not confident in them in doing anything. I mean, the most reasonable thing and people what people are expecting is. Tristan Thompson might be might be on the move because his nine million dollars is an excellent salary matcher and keeps our twenty eight million dollar trade exception intact. And you know, me and my dad, we were at the uh, last episode. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings, and Kemba Walker just completely crapped the bed, and he was smiling after missing a game tying shot. And I am I haven't been this disgusted in a player in a long time, long time, because legit he made us worse. Like on paper, with the eye test, you can't deny that this team is playing worse with him. Yes, he bounced back for a couple games on that four-game win streak, but it's just not enough. It's not enough from a guy that we're paying $34 million. And I was listening to Celtics talk the other day. Chris Forsberg and some, uh, let me look what his name is. Um, he does work for the Boston Globe, so he, he's not like some ham and egger. Um, John Corrales. He hopped on the pod with Chris Forsberg, and they're a bunch of homers. They're saying, oh, I love Kemba Walker. What has Kemba Walker done for this team except torpedo us? You know, is it the good feelings from 10 years ago? Because that was 10 years ago. That was UConn. That was 10 years ago. There, there's a bunch of times he missed the playoffs, and there's a whole bunch. He's just 10 years older. He's he's he, he is 10 years older, and he is in. He's just not doing well. He's not doing well for enough for how much money we're paying for him, and he's not doing well enough for the amount of for what the expectations. Now, Jeff T. He 
he's whatever. But Jeff Teague is a minimum player that we could easily swap to another team for something else, get some sort of asset back, because he is not he's not a fit. He's a fourth string point guard right now. Because Marcus Smart's back and you know that that that's should yield some results. I mean he scored twenty points in his first game back. But we're we're just we're homers right now. We're we're we're, we're complacent, we're stagnant. And I'm I'm getting really tired of it because this doesn't feel good. You know, the Celtics are my team. They have been my team. And we've been milking that 2008 championship for the last 13 years. And it's time to move the hell on. It really is. Like, I get it. You know, Kemba Walker is a regional darling. He's supposed to be a starting point guard. But the fact that they're talking about packaging some guys and some picks to get Lonzo Ball because he's a restricted free agent. Doing a sign-in trade and then adding other assets to get Bradley Beal so Bradley Beal could play with his fellow St. Louis counterpart, Jason Tatum. And I'm like, why isn't Kemba in that equation? Oh, I love Kemba Walker. Well, you know, then go fucking marry him. Because, you know, we got way... Kemba Walker's contract's only going to get worse. He's only going to get older. And the issues are going to keep coming back. You know, people are saying, oh, he's coming off of injury. Injury has nothing to do with airballing a three and bricking shots like you're laying bricks like for, for a house. It, it, it's just, it's just, it's embarrassing. So there's some targets I have in mind. We got Lonzo Ball, expiring contract. LeVar Ball came out today saying that he hates New Orleans. We can't confirm nor deny that because, you know, when was the last time, unless if it was the Vancouver Canucks or if it was, I mean, Vancouver Grizzlies or if it was Jack Eichel talking shit about the Buffalo Sabres, have we had a player legitimately come out and say, this team sucks, I want out, or this city sucks, I want out. You haven't seen it, and you probably won't see it for a long time because players, the media is too much of a, the, 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 the media weaponizes whatever they say. So you got Lonzo Ball, you got Rajon Rondo, because Rajon Rondo, even though he's playing like crap, he is a better system fit than Jeff Teague. Terry Rozier, probably an unlikely move. I don't think we should have given him up in the first place because, I mean, granted, we didn't know that Jason and Jalen were going to pop off like they did. Nikola Vucevic seems to be off the table. Victor Oladipo is on my shit list. So uh, Serge Ibaka, uh Blake and Blake is with the Nets now, and see, this was made a long time ago, and Andre Drummond isn't worth more than a second-round pick. So um, now we move on to the Bruins. The Bruins are not doing too well. I mean, they're they're down, they're tied one-one with the Buffalo Sabers, and if they 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 are the team that ends the losing streak for the Buffalo Sabers, I might punch a hole in the wall because they start off really good and then. I don't know if it was COVID or if Jake DeBrusque, you know, can't like is like concussed mentally and, and confidence wise because we can't we can't score goals like we are the bottom three in our division. And the only reason why we are where we are treading water at the four seed is because, yes, I know it's a difficult division, but the only reason why we're treading water where we are is because you got Tuka Rask and Halak. In net, and possibly winning that uh that goalie trophy for lowest goals allowed. 
Um, there's a lot of guys that should be on on the trade block, or, or like in mine, Jack Eichel is the superstar trade that will unlikely that's unlikely to happen because on paper the the farm system's a joke, but they're running away with their division. Like I don't care who they're playing, they're dominating their division. So there's a couple guys you gotta make this team tougher. Trent Frederick is stepping up. He's like leading the league in penalty minutes. Um, but you need more toughness. You need veteran toughness. And three guys I'm looking at, Ryan Reeves, he's cheap. He fits right in on the line. And I honestly, he's probably a better player than, uh, I don't care about his, his scoring, if he gets points or not, because Jake DeBrusque isn't getting points. But Ryan Reeves is a brick shit house who will lay anybody out for this, for whoever he plays with. Problem is, he loves Las Vegas. But um, he signed an extension, so we'll see what happens. And I'm surprised, honestly, he didn't get the A for them because he is a veteran player and he is has that ballsy mentality that uh, that has made them in, from what could have been a shit show into contenders. Uh, even if the, because expansion teams could go either way. Mark Borzeski, um, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. He's a Polak. I'm a Polak. Oh, Jake DeBrus just scored a goal. Oh, good for him. Uh, Pasta and Krejci. Nice. So, uh, Mark Borzeski, uh, he isn't doing much in Nashville. Nashville's on the free fall. Uh, if, if chances are, if you have a tooth gap, you're a badass motherfucker. And I want you on my team because our defense is lacking. Matt Grizzlick, if you guys know him, if you guys are close to me, you know he's on my shit list because he cost us a game against the New Jersey Devils. Yes, we couldn't score a damn goal and that goalie was on fire, but he screened he screened his own goalie. He stood right in the way of his own goalie and he can't stay healthy. He can't really get the point totals. I mean, you're starting the guy. You're starting the guy. And with Brandon Carl out for an indeterminate amount of time, you're going to need Borshevsky. Uh, a, a tough guy, Nikita Zadorov, who is a restricted free agent, but might be a little bit more unattainable because the Blackhawks are doing well. Now, I'm waiting for the floor to fall out on them, but like you're looking at Patrick Kane. He's playing like an absolute stud, and he's doing without Jonathan Taze for the most part. And then um, there's a couple players, other players I have on my w- w- wish list. I just want to toughen this team up. I just want, I want, you know, if you're not hitting people, if you're not dropping the gloves, if you're not blocking shots, if you're not, like, passing the puck accurately, I don't even care if you're scoring goal, because you want, like, Pasternak is a Rocket Rashad uh, contender, and then you got Brad Marchand, <coughs> and you got Bergeron, that first line, everyone, like, everyone on that line is going to score, pretty much, like, one of those guys on that line is going to score in a game. It's practically guaranteed. The problem is you're 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 dealing with with scrap heaps for the rest of the line, other than Stanicka and um Trent Frederick and a handful of other guys. Nick Ritchie is playing awesome, but you need you need depth. You need guys that are willing to pass the puck. You need guys that are willing to lay other guys out. You need heat seekers and hit makers and guys that don't take any shit. Now we're going to the Red Sox. Uh, they're poised to bounce back to some sort of level of respectability if pitching holds up. They have about $37 million between uh, the tax. They have whiffed. They have whiffed. I don't know if they're hemorrhaging money. It's probably the worst kept secret in Boston that they're not making that much money. 
Uh, LeBron James just became a, a co-owner. But um, they could have got Jackie Bradley Jr. They could have got Ottavino. They could have got or Oda, Jake Odorizzi. They could have gotten uh, Corey Kluber. They could have gotten guys by just spending a little bit extra money. Instead, they got Garrett Richards and Franchi Cordero. I, I, don't, I don't even know what they're going to run out with because you know what? we have depth, but it's like B-level depth. When we had the money to really strengthen this up, we have we had the money for we had the money for Puig, we had the money for Jackie Bradley Jr., et cetera, et cetera. You have the money. It's not like these contracts are gonna go up in the middle of July and put you over the tax, and you're gonna have to pay those penalties. It's not that does that doesn't happen. So the the fact that they're just sitting on their hands, and it doesn't really seem like with these short term deals, these these low money deals. Maybe Hyam is just being passive, hoping, you know, waiting for that money to come off the books next year with J.D. Martinez and a handful of other guys. Maybe he's just waiting for that dead money on uh, David Price to come off. Maybe he's looking at those as possible to, to make a splash next year or the year after that in free agency. But this team should be respectable. I, I see, worst case scenario, 78, like like 70 wins. 70 wins in, in one of the toughest divisions in baseball, especially with Toronto loading up. Tampa's still there. Baltimore is a dumpster fire. Hopefully, we if we finish last behind Baltimore, I'm going to be depressed. Um, and you got the New York Yankees who, who just mortgage everything and spend all this money just to choke. Um, so so you, you you are poised back to, to get back to respectability if the pitching holds up, if... if the shit doesn't hit the fan by the July when Chris Sale comes back from Tommy John. So that that's what you're looking at with the Sox. They still have a decent amount of money to spend if they do want to spend it, but I don't think they will. I mean, they have pieces that would be might be riding the bench, might be DFA'd that they could use as trade pieces midseason, like um like Arroyo. But we'll see what happens. Uh Patriots have re-signed Cam Newton and they are going it's like the Empire Strikes Back right now. It's the Empire Strikes Back. It's dun 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 dun, dun. and they signed the two top ten, two top tight ends on the market. They got Jonu Smith and they got uh Hunter Henry. They got Matthew Judon. They got Kyle Van Noy back. Uh I'm I'm missing a bunch of guys. They got Nelson Aguilar and they still have about thirty thousand thirty million dollars left to spend. Uh, there's a chance that they get Leonard Fournette. There's a chance that they retain James White. There's a chance that they might even get Juju Smith Schuster on a on a steel deal. And, and and you know you're looking at Jared Siddham and and you know he he th- he's thinking that this is his time. Maybe it is, but you're looking at you know you got Cam Newton. What if he gets hurt again? What if the the arm that doesn't hold up? What if you know something happens to him? You need a guy that's back that's going to be a good backup. And I'm sorry, but Jared Stidham's not that guy. You know who is that guy? He's about to be chopped liver down in Jacksonville when they draft Trevor Lawrence. The guy that is going to be chopped liver is Gardner Minshew, a guy who's thrown 50 touchdowns and 20 starts, has an amazing touchdown to interception ratio, who's on a dog crap team, but is the he's so under the radar that like. He's perfect for Bill. He's perfect for the system. Cause Cam's on a one year deal. And you he's young. He's under he's he's on the right side of 30. 
I think he's like 25 years old. He's got the swag. He's got that that weird bastard type, grimy bastard type aesthetic. He, he is. He's gonna fit right in right in with this market, with 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 New England, with Boston, with all of that. And and he can sling. He's a he's a gunslinger. He finished top five in the Heisman voting after riding the bench in Eastern Carolina. Like he is, he's may, might not be the real deal, but he is a fit, and he is obtainable. And he's going to come cheap because, you know, you're going to run out there with Trevor Lawrence. You're going to put him on all the billboards, on all the paraphernalia. Gardner Minshew is just going to be an afterthought. And he shouldn't be. If he, if like Jarrett Stidham's not an afterthought in New England as a backup, imagine how much, how much press and coverage that Gardner Minshew will get as a backup or even as a starter if, if Cam Newton shits the bed. Liverpool's weak. They're they're injured. They're injured. They're cheaping out. It's a down year, and um, everyone needs to leave Klopp alone. And Firmino's got to go. I mean, they're 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 looking like they might get into the Champions League, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, just a disappointing year, and I'm hearing Mbappe, Mbappe might come to Liverpool. You know, if they if John Henry and 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 all and Fenway Sports Group is willing to drop the money on Mbappe. Okay, like I doubt they are, but if they if they do, then it, it, it's gonna be a scary situation for everybody else in the Premier League. Um, Derek Lewis got the big dick energy with recent wins. He, he should be in line next potentially for a title shot. Um, you had Israel Anasanya lose his first fight against Jan Blakovich, Jan Blakovich, whatever the Polak's name is. Um, he is, you know, people were just thinking that he's an afterthought, and he ends up dominating Israel for five round for three three to four rounds. You know, he won the fight, and he's still going to be an afterthought because everyone's still talking about John Jones. Everyone's still going to talk about Israel, and there's nothing really for Israel and in the middleweight division until he's got to let stuff play out. Um, Hopefully Jan gets to fight Glover because Glover deserve it, deserves it. It's his last run. So hopefully he gets the next shot. Um, now the WWE news. There's, um, you know, we're coming up with, with Fastlane on Sunday. Uh, we got an intergender match between Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. I hope Randy Orton kicks her head off and then she knows sells it and then she turns into the Fiend. Some supernatural shit. WrestleMania doesn't have much of a build because a lot of stuff got leaked. And I guess Vince and all the guys are worried that more stuff will continue to get leaked. So they're um So I, I guess they, they changed a lot of plans last minute, but you know what? As long as the matches are good, I don't really care about the build because it's gonna be twenty five thousand people and there's gonna be a bunch of other cool stuff going on that weekend anyways. Now, getting into that, you got uh, Independent Wrestling Tampa, Tampa News. You have um, uh, you have GCW doing their block. You have IWTV doing their block. Uh, a lot of ICW no holds barred, a lot of GCW. It's going to be a, a fun weekend. I'm still deciding what I'm going to actually cherry pick and watch, but you know I'll keep you posted on that as best I could. Uh Edge won the Rumble, so he's wrestling Reigns. We got Miz in the picture. 
Who knows what's going to happen with him. I hope I hope it's not just a bad bunny gimmick. Uh, Kevin Owens is over as hell. You know, Orton and Fiend should be a banger. Uh, Daniel Bryan, he, I hope he gets added to the main event between Edge and Reigns because that would be an interest, it's interesting dichotomy between them. Uh, Drew McIntyre is currently booked to build, uh, to book, to wrestle Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Hopefully there's another, uh, layer to that. And, um, Reginald is more over than half the women's division. <coughs> um, Japan news. Uh, the new Japan cup is underway. I think they're in the quarters or semis right now. Some bangers going on there. And then you got a uh, Kiji Muto, 58 years old, double Double knee replacement. Defeats Go Shiozaki for the GHC Championship. He just beat Kaido Kiyomiya. Uh, this dude doesn't slow down. He is the fucking Terminator. He is my hero. He's 58 years old. What is your excuse? If you put a... Listen, if you put the bald filter on me on Snapchat, I legit look like Kiji Muto, and it makes me very happy. Um... All-Star Weekend was fun. Uh, Joel Embiid got what he deserved. He got injured. Um, for the, uh, the Because two of the Philadelphia shitbags decided to go to uh, a barber, get their hair cut, and the barber tested positive for COVID. And, everyone, and I told my buddy at work, I'm like, good. Because he almost infected, he could have possibly infected the top 30 players in the league and shut this shit down because he wanted to get a fucking fade. Like, so good for him. Uh, I think Anthony Simmons won the dunk contest, and uh, Steph Curry won the three point contest. Uh, Daryl Suter is back with Calgary, and he's already kind of presenting results. Um, I'm thinking the floor will fall out of Montreal, and then uh, the Flames will slide in. Uh, we got icy. We got a feud be basically brewing on on on, on the surface. I mean, below the surface between ICW No Holds Barred and GCW. And it's almost like they're trying to make it into CZW versus GCW. I don't know if it's the wrestlers. I don't know if it's the promoters. But all I got to say is just cut the shit. You know, there's enough There's enough fans to go around. And um, they try, try to do some sort of invasion shit. Man, I, I, I don't know. Like, all of them are, like, as far as I know, all the wrestlers are cool with each other. And, um, so, I mean, they're, they're doing, they're killing it. They're doing their own thing. So I don't know why, why we should be, you know, why, why can't we all just get along and love each other? Um, again, Grizzlick's on my shit list. Uh, we got, I talked about Jan and Izzy. Aljamain Sterling, you know, was playing tough when he won the title by DQ. Against Peter Jan. I'm not defending Jan's knee at all. Kind of look like Aljo from one TV angle is just crouching. Then you saw the knee down. As soon as he, he left the title in the octagon, as soon as he got out, he started partying. So hopefully they run it back soon because Aljo's either talking out of his ass or because, you know, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta sell it all the way. If if you're not happy with your win, then don't don't party like you just won the title. I mean, you did win the title, but you know you're gonna run it back. Why why do some bullshit like that? You know. And then uh, 
The Nets got Blake. Um, yes, they're, they're still bottom five in defense. I don't care if it's improved, you know. Defense wins championships. If you think Blake Griffin is going to put you over the top or Andre Drummond is going to put you over the top, you're out of your mind because neither of them play defense really well. Drummond just stat hunts. He's like less than, he's like sub 45% at the rim as a 6'10 center. He's been in the league for like eight years. Blake Griffin is nothing more than a sixth option. He's averaging 12 points per game on 35%. So, you know, all, all these sexy moves, it reminds me of the Cavaliers back in 2017 where they just try to grab everybody. 2016 where they try to grab everybody. 2018 where they try to just get whoever was bought out, whoever was a free agent, Kyle Korver, you know, Isaiah Thomas, uh... Dwayne Wade, all these guys that just came and fucking went, like Jeff Green. It's just they're, they're just they're just taking the trash heaps who were good five years ago, maybe three, and and they think it's gonna stick. They're not fits. Like Blake is gonna come off the bench. He's gonna be a sixth or seventh option. He ain't gonna put you over the top, and he ain't gonna help your defense. Your defense is your weak spot. The fact that they're not and and they they're in almost in cap hell. And they're an asset hell because they gave up all these picks to get uh, James Harden. And if you think that some guy is going to treat you like a charity case and give you P.J. Tucker for some nobodies who P.J. Tucker's on the Bucks now, uh, if they, you're just going to give second-round picks out in cash and be like, hey, yeah, give, give me Robert Covington. No, that shit ain't going to happen. You know what? Teams are done with these handouts. You know, oh. You know, um, hey, I'm the Brooklyn Nets general manager. Um, we gotta we gotta try to shelter these guys as much as we can because no one wants to fucking play defense. So, will you give us Lou Dort for a second round pick in 2025? We need to solidify our defense. Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie's coming back. Oh, Joe Harris. Like my best friend is a Nets fan. I tell him all the time, you guys could lose in the first round. Depending on what, if you're at the second seed, third seed, even if you're at the first seed, depending on who falls in there. If the Toronto Raptors fall in there and they're fully healthy, it could go six, seven games. It could end in a disaster because they ain't got the defense. Yes, you have the offense, but you want, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It's like, you, you, it's just like opening the door and expecting no wildlife to come in. Their defense is weak, their foundation is weak. And they got to make acquisitions because otherwise they're just going to fall on their fucking face. And you as a Celtics fan, I kind of hope that happens. But at the end of the day, we got our own problems. But the Brooklyn Nets don't think that you signing guys that were all-stars in 2016 is going gonna, is gonna to remedy your issues on defense. You need to look for cheap guys. You need to look for guys on the buyout. You got to look at guys that did not get signed. You need to look at guys that are going to be cheap, that you could give you whatever little assets you have. You got Because you, you're not going to get the sexy deal. If you're going to get the sexy deal, you know what? Watch, watch LaMarcus Aldridge get bought out, and then they sign him to Brooklyn. And they're like, oh, my God, we got LaMarcus Aldridge. We're winning it all. LaMarcus Aldridge is a bucket from midrange, but he still can't play defense. And you got a bunch of guys on the bench. Yeah, you're gonna have depth, but they're all crippled. It's just a joke. It, 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 it's it's they need really need to step up their defense. They need they need to get defensive players, and I don't know if they can. I really don't. Uh, hopefully the Celtics get some defensive players. Hopefully they get uh, a defensive uh, 
point guard in line because uh, they get a defensive if they get a defensive pass on point guard like like uh, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball would fit perfect with this team in this timeline, and I'm I'm hoping to God, hoping to God that uh, Lavar Ball is telling the truth because I would love Lonzo Ball in this team. And if we could get Kemba off of this team and get back to the timeline, I'd love that. If we could get Robert Williams more minutes, if we could maybe move Tice because he might get a gargantuan fuck you contract. If we could move Tristan Thompson, if we could just get younger. And get and and get some money off the books and use that trade exception on someone that we could actually use that fits the timeline, that 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 is a, a roster fit that could you know defend that could shoot that that's what exactly what we're looking for. Then I'm all for it. All right. Hopefully it won't be as much of a recap. But next time, hopefully I can just shoot the shit a little bit more. Um. But, you know, you got to get back into the rhythm of things. Uh, we're about uh, 30 minutes right now, so I'm just going to uh, sign off. Uh, see if I can watch this Bruins game if it's not blacked out right now. Um, you know, hopefully we can get a little bit momentum rolling with this. And I got some big news coming up soon uh, in relation to an opportunity uh, I want to get it confirmed. I want them to announce it first. But uh, I'll keep you guys posted. All right, guys. Uh, before I ramble on anymore and make myself look like a douche, I just want to say uh, have a good night. Stay safe. Um, you know, it's Boston versus everybody, buddy. But I, I love, uh, you know, I love what the hockey season, how it's turning out. I, I love... I mean, spring training, whatever. I just hope things get back on track. You know, Patriots are looking great. Uh, we'll just see what happens. You know, I guess I'll see you guys next week. All right, no outro music. So have a good night. Peace.